0: Welcome to Kickback with Chris, Martial Arts Podcast. Hello everybody, another week is on us, I hope you're all well. Um, I'm going to have a little bit of a a shorter episode today. Uh, Well, I say shorter, just compressed a little bit. (laughs) For me this week, it's been an absolutely crazy one. I'm sure any other school owners out there will be able to uh, understand this one. We've had our gradings... Um, we 've actually had a uh, particularly busy uh, grade well for us anyway um so it's uh, it 's been a full on full on week of um, of prepping the admin leading up to it the actual gradings at the weekend and then we 've got belt presentations taking place this week as well and um, and then just to add to it just to add to it we've, we've had uh, we've had a couple of um drainage issues so we say that have uh, taken up quite a lot of my uh, quite a lot of my time so um apologies for that that's, that's, knock on of that is going to be really it 's just a, a bit of a, a bit of a shorter episode this week i 've not had time to put my uh, my focus into it as much as I would like to, but not wanting to not put anything out at all um, we 're here today to do what we can as best we can. Um, so this weekend, we have the um, Martial Arts International Student Awards, um, which I will be at myself, um, not as a student. Um, I've actually got a couple of my students that are going to be there, um, but more in support of the event and the, the other things that are going to be going on that evening. Um, also, the same day, earlier on that day, there is the uh, the magazine launch for the new uh, Martial Arts International um, online magazine. I believe it's been referenced as an online magazine. Um, there are lots of there's lots of information about these two things all over Facebook but if you look up any of um Paul Bonnet's or Bob Sykes's posts there's there's quite a lot of quite a lot of information out there so go check that out if you're interested um I'm not too sure I'm, it is probably a little bit too late to get involved now but um I'm sure you can uh, keep keep up to date on all the news that's coming out from those two events um as well as anything uh, regarding the events themselves um A regular contributor to the show, somebody who gets involved with the posts um, on the Facebook uh, walls and um, directly to me, uh, Mr. Kiran Pandey. He is uh, starting up a new tricking class in the Manchester area Um, on Wednesday evenings between five and seven. um, I believe it is for uh, mixed age kids. So uh, if it's something... You're interested in getting involved with, get in contact with him. If you if you can't if you can't get in in touch with current directly on Facebook, then if you drop us a message here, then I will I will forward it through to him. I'm always uh, I'm always keen to to give the performance martial arts community a, a boost wherever I can. And um, so today on on this episode, we're actually going to be speaking to Mr. Uh, John McNally of the um, ITC, the International Taekwondo Council. Um, a little bit more of a. Uh, well, I don't suppose it, I don't suppose any of our episodes aren't serious, um, but obviously a, a little bit more of a um, I say serious tone on this one. Um, something that martial arts as a whole tends to have is there tends to be a lot of politics. And I spoke to John um, a year or so back um, with regards to my classes, my club, my my style, uh, my background is in um, ITF and WTF Taekwondo. I've trained in both systems. Um, WTF as a child, and then ITF uh, later on as a, as an older teen and adult, um, eventually grading to black belt in, in ITF Taekwondo. Um, as a student, I wasn't particularly clued up on um, so much of the, the politics and the stuff behind the scenes because my instructor did a good job of, of keeping that out of, out of the classes. Um, that's not to say that I don't do the same, but obviously now as an instructor and a school owner, um, I do come across uh, quite a lot of... Um, Well, do you say snobbery I suppose or um, questionable decisions? So I wanted to bring John on today just to um, have a chat about what his group offers, what they do um, and how how they've helped me and my club. Um, so yeah, uh, with no further ado, I think what we'll do is uh, just cut to a quick break and then we'll get on to John and his interview. You're listening to kick back with Chris, the martial arts podcast brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. Okay. So joining me on the line now, we have Mr. John McNally from the ITC. Good morning, sir. How are you doing?
1: I'm not too bad, sir. Not bad at all. Please do call me John then. Okay. Just John or just John by itself. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's all I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very cool. Um so I believe we first got in touch was I'm I'm terrible at keeping track of time. I want to say about a year, maybe two years ago. Was that sound about right? Two years.
1: Yeah, I think it's just over two now. Time flies, you know, when you're having fun. Doesn't it
0: just? Or it, it doesn't age isn't and A factor in that at all? Is it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we like to think we're not. I'll be younger than a, a lot more younger than the mind or the body. Sorry,
0: that's right, that's right. Um, and I remember originally I first reached out to you. It was actually through my own my own club, uh, my own teaching. And um, I remember we had a really good chat about um, a lot of good things, actually, um, uh, and a lot of things that I was at the time. I was having a little bit of difficulty. We we were a very very much a, an island, shall we say, in my school. Uh, yeah. it had been on its own and kept to itself yeah. for it would be about 12 years by that point um and it i'd missed out on on so much stuff that I didn't actually realize was going on and purely down to a lot of the politics and the uh, um yes the things that go on within the industry and it was nice to to, to reach out and, and and contact somebody yourself obviously um that that gave me a good uh, good good waypoint good guide on what to do so but that's exactly why I wanted to bring you on the show, really, it's just to explain what you do, um, a bit about your your own training and stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah,
1: thank you. No, it was great. To, yeah, when we first met, you just wanted, um, yeah, just a little bit of guidance. You know, obviously it's it's there for you to take or not take. But yeah, it was it was really good to connect, and I think we've become good friends over the years. To be honest with you, we what, what we've talked about. Yeah,
0: the power of social media. The one of the good things that comes from Facebook. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, of which there are many. There are, obviously there are a lot of negatives too, but no, was this is one of the one of the plus points. So, um, going right back to the beginning, yourself, <clears throat> sir. Um, how did you first start out in martial arts? What was your your beginnings?
1: Oh wow! Um, you're asking me to remember that far back. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, all my family have been either in the military or in martial arts. My, one of my uncles was in the SAS and SBS. Um, so he was very heavily into all sorts of different aspects. Didn't see a lot of him, to be honest with you, I was running on. But my other uncle was into Martial Arts. And like probably 90% of us or 95% of us, we saw Bruce Lee. Yes, um,
0: yes.
1: And we thought, yeah, I want to be like that. So that's pretty much what started me off. My first installings into Martial Arts was my uncles trying to teach me bits and pieces, boxing, karate, judo, Aikido, um kung fu and then taekwondo ultimately but i started off with karate when i was about eight and a half years nine years old um got my first degree in Shotokan and then my first degree in what are you and then i got my second degrees in Shotokan after that then when i was about oh god back in 1990 i started in taekwondo got to first degree with a group and then i had a about a year out or so, because of one thing or another with families, and then I restarted at beginner level again, and uh, here I am today for my uh, for all my sins.
0: <laughs> fantastic, fantastic! Oh, varied varied training history there. Then, so um, mm. what were the what were sort of the standout differences between the two different styles that you noted?
1: Well, with the karate, a lot of the time it was very rigid judo it was very powerful great for ground works um i do i didn't do judo for about two and a half years okay. and, um then i done aikido which i i did really enjoy it just didn't hit my nose. i mean every art suits yeah. a person different you can't really say there's one better than the other so even with all the youtube videos <laughs> Of you know, you one person that's not very good and another person that's very proficient on either art so <laughs> You know, at the end of the day, it all suits each other better. And taekwondo really sat with me when I finally found it, um, purely because of how, to me, realistic it was, and how the applications work in there within. Okay,
0: fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I had a a bit of a, a varied background with my my training when I first started. I was obviously starting out in the in the WTF taekwondo start, mm. to start with before. And as as is always the case, you know, cl- clubs open and close. And it's not often through choice you end up (laughs) bouncing around clubs. Um, And I remember, you know, I trained in the WTF system, which I really enjoyed. Um, And again, I stopped for no other reason other than the club shut. And then the next nearest school available was an ITF school. And me being the youngster at the time, not understanding any difference at all, (laughs) I remember I went along all full of steam, ready to go. And then I spent about about three months getting punched in the face a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's the, the, the WT version, as they prefer to be called yes. now, which is a good change for them. Um, yeah, it's very dynamic. It's it, it's very powerful. It's very full contact, etc. Um, and I think they're both very much interchangeable. Mm. Um, just depends on your point of view, you know, as an individual.
0: Yeah, absolutely. As I say, they were, uh, um, it was... It was it was an interesting challenge and um, and it was it was nice to revisit things again in a, from a different perspective um, mm-hmm. on, and and something I do I do from time to time go back as well and, and and have a little dabble and and try and keep myself try and keep myself involved in both sides. Um, so okay. um, as as I mentioned at the <coughs> beginning of the call, um, what was really nice originally I got in touch with you as you say for a little bit of guidance. Um, I was mm-hmm. going through one of those periods that I think all instructors go through for, at one time or another, you know, you have that downtime and you think, oh, you know, do, do I want to be doing something different? And, uh, uh, it, you know, uh, we all put on that smiley face for our students or <laughs> are always that positive role. <laughs> but like anybody, we all have those days where we think, oh, cool. and um, I remember you, you, you must have given me about probably a good hour of your time, if not more, um, yeah, through yeah. different things. And the outcome of that being um, that we worked together, obviously, to... Discuss how I could, as an individual, become more involved with with your group. Um, mm-hmm. So I just thought it'd be nice to start off maybe with um, where where did the, the the idea for the ITC come from, and um, what was your what was your reasoning for for creating it? I suppose.
1: Well. I've been part of many different groups. I've been um, assistant director to GTFI. I've been part of the TAGB, which is more of my ground in history. Uh, Jungtong, Tong, all all different groups in ITF I've been a member of as well. But then when I saw the groups, different groups go bad and just money orientated. Um, And seeing the vast separation of groups and people, with most saying, you know, we we don't recognise this person because they're not part of our group, and we don't recognise this person because of all the infighting. I thought, well, the only way we can actually do anything about this, rather than staying stiff up a lip like the British tend to, um, is to get outside the box um, and put yourself in the firing line, really. I just wanted to set something up in a way that, in fact, the ITC was never envisioned to get, to the state it is at the moment i just wanted to create a network where everybody could work together without the political um emphasis yes otherwise as known as the financial greed really let's be honest
0: yeah no you're right absolutely
1: you know everyone wants to control everybody to to keep their farm going as to say but and every group needs their money to survive they do but it's just in the way that you do it and is it fair
0: yeah
1: um so yeah I created the group um, in some to some way to, to calm it down and help each other and give different options for for many people to ever you know as you like yourself just to gain some input and help if needed whether or not we do or not is you know we are just there to help yeah after all we're supposed to be creating a more peaceful world that is what Taekwondo's ethos is really and the ITC, I believe, is doing this. Um, however, it can only do it with uh, persons to back what they say by action, yeah. such as yourself. You know, you've give us support. You're a member of the group. Um, and, you know, giving us a chance to, you know, invite me onto the podcast is really nice, so we can get these couple of points across.
0: Yeah, well, it, it was... It was a different. I mean, I'm um, with, with with what happened with my school, and I'm, I think there's there, if there's anybody out there that's listening now in a similar mm. position, this is why I would encourage them to get in touch with yourself and the group because, mm. um, I um when I was training in the 90s, the late 90s, um, there was quite a lot of, sort of the, the sort of the beginnings of division and split going off within the sort yeah. of the UK ITF um, mm. community, and mm. um, so I I trained under a, with an instructor in a school. Uh, who then formed an association, which then later kind of went on to sort of dissolve. Um, mm. So we fast forward to, to sort of when I opened my school, and um, the problems I was facing was people were just simply not recognising what I was doing, despite yeah. the fact um, that I could point back to my instructors and people that I trained with, yeah. and they were still going, "I oh, know, but we don't, we don't recognise that." It's like, well, I'm doing the same thing that you're doing. <laughs> Not you personally, John. These people that were speaking. And I'm thinking, so you're you don't recognise what I'm doing six
1: days a week. You know why. It just comes down to the fact that you're not putting money in their pocket for them to provide you a certificate. Um and these certificates can cost you hundreds of pounds. We we get around that by creating the e card system and that's something we can discuss in a bit, but you know the ICC is a new way of thinking and working and um, it's completely off the box and a lot of people don't quite understand what it is and why we do it mm. and most people have had their fingers burnt as well so they don't want to yes I find out and I, I completely understand that and accept it but I think with a simple call like we can help them understand how we can work with them and help them to work with us mm. uh, how we can benefit them because we want all instructors and all students to succeed. We want groups to succeed. I mean, now we're a government-registered uh, TKD and martial arts council. There's only two in the country. Mm. Now they call them national governing bodies. I don't like that term at all. Um, and but it's unfortunate; it's the only one they recognise. However, we prefer to call ourselves um, a national guiding body. Yeah. Because. Um, as you know yourself all we're doing is we're offering our time most of the time for free mm. to help help persons such as you when when you need to and look at you i mean i'm well impressed with how you've grown and progressed now if you don't mind me saying that is of course of course not <laughs> it's it's just great to see that journey it's like having students isn't it yeah. you know you see them grow and evolve and you stand back and you go oh you know that that's brilliant that that he really it's not jealousy it's tried to know people such as yourself are succeeding. Good people. Oh,
0: well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, it's, um, it's, it's been really nice, actually, this last couple of years. I mean, I, I'll, I'll hold my hands up and, and fully admit the fact that I, I I got to a point where I was completely turned away from, from anything to do with uh, training in, in Taekwondo as a, a sort of a recognised system outside mm. of my own school. She, mm. Just because of the the snobbery and the um, the nastiness in some cases she that was does, going on, yeah. you know, you could go to an event, you can go into a room, and they they, they judge you based on what you're wearing before they've even seen you do anything. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is a it, tournament, it, yeah. so I'm thinking,
1: wow. I went, I went to um, see someone that's rather prominent within the taekwondo community. In fact, probably the person. Well, let's just say it, it, it was an event where you got to discuss and share time with someone of quite substantial importance to the UK's Taekwondo history um and there was an instructor there of high grade and I said hello sir you know paid the typical respects you know never met the person face to face had lots of discussions and always thought we got on and I introduced him to a few students and one of my students was class a blind and he's a black belt Mm. Uh, And even the person holding the seminar was, you know, how the heck does a black belt get to that level? You know, so so I was quite proud of him. He was better than some of the black belts there that were fully sighted and able. Mm. Um, But this person demanded, I called him uh, Master. And I looked at it and I thought, well, if you're demanding someone to call you Master, Mm. then you're not a Master. Because i think respect is always earned i i I prefer like my grandmaster paul liversidge he's had over 50 years of history in taekwondo a lot longer than most people recognize um he's trading all over the world and taught people all over the world and he's only ever asked me to call him a black belt (laughs) he sat down with you know the jets um film stars um all sorts and still calls himself a black belt, and i love that mentality and that's why he's the grandmaster for the itc and the on the chang han side of things
0: yeah yeah and that it's something that i initially uh caught my attention with what you were doing was the the sort of very much hands-off approach it was mm. it was on you know the, the the advice is there um but we're not going to Enforce upon you a certain way of doing everything, which is which yeah, is really nice. We, we
1: could, yeah.
0: Wouldn't I've I've I've. I mean, I've been parts of groups before. I've I've actually seen it happen. You know, where with for example with with forms. You know, if somebody's not holding their hand in a particular way or or turning <laughs> in this, it's these humongous fallouts over it all, and it's it's just like really, <laughs> is this <laughs>
1: is this what it's all about? Um, I, you know, I understand there's etiquette. Um, and being Europeans, you know, there are other etiquettes we like to stick to. However, there are the silly etiquettes, as you just said, about, you know, having your hand in a particular way, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're all different. If we were all the same, it'd be a very boring world. Mm. I do appreciate some etiquettes, you know, in public, saying sir or mom, you know, paying that, you know, general courtesy and respect. But respect comes both ways. Yeah. If it's not earned, it won't be given. No. Absolutely, I love it. Um,
0: now, earlier on, you mentioned the e-card system, which is yeah, that's, that's really I like. It. I actually really like this. This is really cool. Um, I remember when I had mine done, and I was like, "Oh, it's cool. I've Got this little card thing. It's really cool." Um, but I just, if you yeah. could just explain a little bit. Obviously, some people probably heard that and thought, "Whoa, oh, what's that?" Um, so, if yeah. you could maybe explain a little bit behind it and the benefits.
1: Well, the, the e-card system um, is part of this recognisation for each other across the world, basically. You know, as we were saying earlier, some people say, oh, I don't recognise you because you're not paying us for our certificates. Um, well, this negates that issue, really, because it was born to support everybody, everybody really, by the way of international rank recognition. And as I say, with everyone, you know, well, not everybody, but so many not recognising each other's rank. And uh, the verification system means that when a person applies for deg rank, degree rank, we actually contact that group's head of where we've seen that certificate come from to ensure it's valid and from a real group. Um, the rank has to be verified uh, by a genuine respected group. It can, it can sound a bit contradictory, but... And I have seen certificates in my hand where I've contacted the group and they've said, oh, no, he's not part of ours. But it's a real certificate mm. because I know because I was part of that group. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, sometimes we have to take it, you know, a little bit further, check that history just to ensure that they are who they are. Um, not done by some group that's got a grandmaster that was a third degree, is now a ninth in the past. They've <laughs> a couple of years <laughs> for, setting own, for setting his own group up and, i think we know there's a larger large large one um at the moment that's growing quite well but anyway Mm -hmm. not say too much about that but it also it recognizes you it it allows you to show everybody you are who you say you are it's a backup for your certificate so if the worst happens you have a fire we've got a copy of it yeah um you know if you go around the world and you go into a door somewhere you can go right there it is on my phone there's my e-card that's me um you know i am who i say i am can i take part in this seminar it opens doors for you but it also gives you discounts to our events and discount things to services that we offer Um, and the reason we do the discounts is to say thank you for your support Mm. because The ITC doesn't charge for a lot of the things it does, but some of the things it needs financing just to support the website, Uh, the website, the um, advertising for things, uh, the competitions we create, um, seminars we do, even when it comes down to umpire's courses, which we did one for free, but then the hall ended up charging us a load more money, so we had to charge everyone five pounds, whereas... Most umpires courses you go on are what, 100, 150. Yeah. You know, so we're not there to be millionaires. What we're there for is to be able to. We charge for the e-card to help us be there, basically. Yeah.
0: That's a help. really, really good idea. So you mentioned, obviously, it's international recognition. So, what countries are currently members? Then, what sort of reach do you have?
1: I, well, um, I mean. We've now got membership in Pakistan India uh, Korea for the cookie one. We've actually got officials in the cookie one that are working with us Uh, We got permission off uh, Grandmaster John Chang Kim who supports what we do by Providing us uh, written confirmation to use his logo that he designed for the ITF Um, Ireland America Canada Um, You know we got we are everywhere France Germany Italy and Spain it's a truly international end. Yeah, and everyone that's got an e-card is recognised by every single one of these people in the countries. And to be honest with you, even if you don't, if you're not part of the ITC as a membership, but you're a member of it on the Facebook group, you can. If you, and that's a wonderful world. About as you were saying earlier about multimedia, such as Facebook, um, you know. You see an e-card, you then go, oh, well, that's his background. I know who that person is a little bit better now. Yeah. I'll talk to that person. I'd like to find out a little bit more about that person. Um, and then you, you, you grow your network of people you can get advice from.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's, it's, it's really, really good stuff. And it's, been, it's really nice to see it grow as well. And as you say, mm-hmm. especially with social media, more and more people getting involved. in some of the healthy conversations, as you say, not... <laughs> That's the thing about these things, not and I know more, <laughs> more than most probably with this podcast, especially. Um, not everybody's going <laughs> to agree all of the time, but that's yeah. okay. Mm. That's it's, okay as long as it as long as it produces healthy discussion and not just full out arguments.
1: Well, that's it. Everyone, you, you, I think we need to sometimes. I don't want to use a word that might offend people, but grow up, mm. uh, because we can have conversations and discussions. And just because we don't agree doesn't mean we can't agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have different opinions. I, I, there was one friend of mine, and uh, he was supposedly a really good friend of mine. We discussed lots of different areas. And um, we had, I, I just said to him, well, one point offended me, but that's, that's the way it is. Yeah. And it didn't bother me at all that in fact, yes, it offended me in what he was saying, but I just said to him, but that's your point of view but because i said it offended me he decided he didn't want to be a friend of mine anymore and i said him, and he said to me his actual words to me and publicly messaged was uh, well i hope we can stay friends even though this is of course it's just my point of view it doesn't mean it's everyone else's point of view
0: absolutely absolutely um, yeah. and and that's the right way to approach things really Do you must um, and um, this might be a tricky one but uh, you must have this come up sometimes whereas you have groups sort of demanding
1: <laughs> other groups and not to be yeah, members yeah. and
0: yeah, yeah. how does well,
1: that i've had that already a few times um and quite simply my reply is always pretty much the same and i just say well i am sorry you feel this way and it is a pity you need to leave us because of this mindset when you feel you can get past this and network with thousands of other members then by all means please do say hello um because no one owns the itc as to say, and the ITC definitely doesn't own anybody. Um, We can work with whoever you want and respect those that you don't want to work with. It's about using the ITC as a neutral body. So if someone demands another group can't join, then I'm sorry, that's not the way it works. You just don't work with that other group or you allow their members to come to your competitions, but you don't have to work with them.
0: Yeah, it's a fear and control thing, isn't it? So it's very similar to when you you come across some instructors. Well, no, 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 you must not go there, or you must not train here, or you must not this. It's it's a fear and control thing, isn't it? It's um, or, or or maybe lack of understanding. I think if these people were to maybe contact you and reach out and discuss this, it might be something that's yeah. resolvable over a 10-minute phone
1: call. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if a group doesn't work with another group, it doesn't matter. We've got members within the ITC that know that fully already. And, and, and don't forget, I'm going to be liked by many and I'm going to be disliked <laughs> by a heck of a lot more be imagine, just because of what I've done or what we're creating. And I can't do this on my own. So, you know, we have people or persons such as, you know, um Master Harrison, you know, he's one of the most open minded instructors with the most amazing background you can think of and a genuine down to earth guy that he's happy to help pretty much anybody. Mm. Then you've got Roger Lawrence, you know, seven times European champion, is he now, world champion, and five times um international um then we have you know you such as yourself as well, and Grandmaster Andrew parung Gurung from Pakistan who's the cookie one seventh degree representative uh, sorry ninth degree obviously over there, then you have Khalil jabran who's another cookie one representative that we get verifications through um Rajesh kumar uh, we have deutschland uh, representatives that we check certificates through and and stuff so it's an amazing amount of people to be able to contact.
0: Yeah, a breadth of knowledge and experience there for sure. Um, so what what do you see in, in the future then for the ITC? What's the, do you have any aims, do you have any specific goals, things you want to aspire towards?
1: Well, we're going to continue doing what we do and what we have done for the last eight years. We will just literally just want to be here to help more and more people, mm. find new ways to help them, um, and basically, we want to try and get teams and, and people to go around the world um, to be able to compete. And to people that can't normally really reach that competing level because of finance, we want to be able to take them for free, wow. um, you know, because we've got some pretty talented people across the world that just can't afford to go to competitions because of one reason or another. So if we can get to a state where we go, right, you've proved yourself you're in the squad. Let's take you over there and not charge you a penny. Um, help people who are struggling to see succeed. Continue to do what we're doing. Stop everyone from feeling a little bit lost. Um, and that's it, really. Just continue doing what we're doing. But we don't ram things down your throat. We'll no. tell you what we can do. Let you know what we can do. It's up to you to contact us because so many people will, will turn around to you and say, Oh, your best route of path is to join with us. And we'll just charge you ten thousand pounds for the honour.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very, very true. Very true.
1: Exactly. Um, so we just want to be there. That's what a council in my eyes, is about.
0: Yeah, I mean that. I've, um, I very much, um, as, you, as you know, I sort of, I'm, I hang around. <laughs> I, I'm always, I'm always reading posts. I'm always keeping them there, and I'll just sort of drop in here and there every now and again. But it's always really useful for me. Um, the information that's shared, and the, and and especially with the the social media side, with the Facebook group, is you know um, quite often other people post comments or questions and ask certain things that mm. other people are thinking, myself as well. Um, mm. So being part of that, we're all able to learn through each other and and, mm. and share those experiences. Which in the in the old days, just they say the old days, it's only sort of ten years ago, I suppose. We that did, just, just didn't, didn't happen. That. It just didn't yeah. happen. It didn't happen at all. We all sort of looked at each other. Across across a competition hall or 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 wherever, and um, this is sort of this really nice brought things brought people together and uh, for for a common goal.
1: Yeah, and I mean, a lot of the fear of of people working together or or actually communicating is sometimes they feel that they need to change their identity or they've got to change this that and the other and become part of um, one or another's group. Again, the ITC, it doesn't matter if you come up and say hello to me, it doesn't make you an ITC <laughs> member or change, you know, your flag, you're still yourself and we don't yeah. want to change your identity, we want you to stay who you are, you know, it's, we're not going to, we wouldn't want to co- try and control you and change your badge, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you're still an individual and um, And the ways we help are just phenomenal. You know, insurance is for £5 million. And, you know, memberships are so cheap for full memberships. And it means that, you know, we can all attend each other's groups. You know, our competitions cover everyone to attend. It's not a case of you have to pay for an extra group membership cover or or anything like that. So many ways we can help.
0: Fantastic. So you mentioned the competition side there. That's something that you're... um... Actively involved. With, I've seen on Facebook, and something I do actually want to get more involved with from next year onwards. Mm, um, mm. I've been my my focus is, of recent has been um, making sure that everything. Uh, we used did used to have a competition team that we took all around the, the all over the place, um, mm, mm. all around Europe, and uh, we we I sort of took a we took a bit of a step back. Um, we'd had a few bad experiences, shall we say? I'm not going into it on this episode, it but um, yeah. <laughs> your events are you know, one of the events I am looking to get. Our club back in, or not back involved with, directly involved with, um, mm. just to see where we are with with our mm. journey, um, mm. and my journey sort of with um, bringing things back into line mm. with the uh, the traditional side of things. So, um, mm. could you share a little bit about your competitions and, and things that you've got going? Well,
1: on? the competitions we've got going on the ITCs is this Saturday. Um, you know, it, it, the ITC uk opens is where anyone can come from anywhere in the world it's only the second event so it's still growing it's still in its infancy um but it's it's where you can come whether you do sine wave poomsae, any sort of forms that you do or any type of sparring you do under one basic set rules that it should be functional so if you do practice sine wave large or sine wave natural, etc., without going into the old sine wave discussion, um, then it's its functionality and the correct use of the tools that count. So it's very neutral in the way that the awarding system is going. So it means it opens the door for... If you're a, and just for example, because Puma are are fantastic guys, they have their their opens the last weekend, and it it sounded like it really, really went well, but I missed it. Um, Or then you have the TAGB competitions, which are huge events. Um, But it's a case of we invite everyone from these events. So instead of having, yes, 17 different heavyweight world champions all at one year, they can all come to the ITC opens and and play together but the thing is it's all it's all done by it's all managed and run by people that have all different backgrounds so it has no option but to be neutral so you know if one person comes from one group and he he comes in with a, a vest top and a pair of shorts on <laughs> mm. you, you know that obviously that's not going to happen but and then another person comes in with a, a Nike or you know Armani suit on, then it doesn't matter. We're not really bothered. It's it's the quality on the floor that counts.
0: Which is refreshing to hear because you, unfortunately, you still do see it happen. I've I've seen it happen myself. You know, um, bias um, yeah. with 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 results um, mm. based on what people are wearing. And, and there's no, there's no, there's no way that, that, that it can be argued because you can, you, you can see it in person or you see it on it's videos and you're thinking totally. that is quite clearly very blatantly biased towards somebody based on what they're wearing, not on how they've performed or how they've fought. Um, mm. Which is, again, it's a really nice thing about what you were saying there is um, having an event where there's lots of people from lots of different backgrounds, it, it, it means that it's neutral. Yeah, um, and, and and another nice thing as well, it offers it offers. I think what can often be overlooked here as well is a lot of the sort of political elements and the infighting is between the the instructors and the, the heads. It's the students that that miss out, and yeah. having the giving the students the opportunity to mix with other students and go. I, I remember as a kid, there was a. I ended up at the club. That the school that I was at said was the bad school to go to, <laughs> and I remember when I got to that that school because that was the only one that was left. I'm thinking these guys are really nice, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And I think that that's that, that, you know, that's another really positive thing is that maybe some of these students will get to mix with other students that potentially they've been told, oh no no you mustn't go with, you mustn't connect with these guys
1: so. And Absolutely. I think that's part of the fear factor in some cases because instructors may sometimes fear that they don't know enough and you know their students might leave because of such and such. But Absolutely. it's daft, really, because an a student, once they start at your school and get to know you, they, they like you and that's why they stay. So it, it's a fear that doesn't really need to be there, really. I mean, I encourage my students to go to other schools and get extra training um in the local area and, and and go to other events and seminars you know i don't hold them or restrict them in any shape or form
0: which is a really refreshing and, and good thing to hear so it is i wish i wish more people could be like that um, well i just want to thank you very much for your time today because um i know this was arranged a very very short notice incredibly have been short notice i didn't actually mention it on the outset of the uh the podcast at the beginning uh, i mentioned the the dramas that I'm having it's all good fun the challenges
1: of a school owner no I really um, appreciate the opportunity now, as well.
0: oh, no, absolutely you're doing great things and I do um, oh just one final thing mm. a really important thing if people mm. want to reach out and connect what's the best way for them to get in touch
1: I'm, I'm, I'm happy to talk on the phone um, they can have my number 07773376633 or go through Facebook and message me direct or email me happy to talk always Quite possibly, you might be getting phone calls at all times of the night now because. Yeah. <laughs> we this,
0: what started. the really the really crazy thing is, um, yeah. the the this podcast since when we first started out. Obviously, it's still in early days, but already we've got listeners coming in from Vietnam, from Canada, from oh, all over the place. It's it's absolutely crazy, and another cool thing about. Um, technology and how things are progressing the, the, the opportunities to communicate in such an easy way, which is why I thought it would be nice to bring you on and, and share, yeah, the, share the, the good things Just, that you do
1: Can you edit out the Brummie accent though?
0: Uh, unfortunately I'm <laughs> not quite at that level yet um, <laughs> is, there, is, is there even a filter designed yet to deal with it?
1: I don't think there's anything that capable just yet, I think technology has moved along that much, but no it, it, it's great, the, the, the podcast I've listened to a few and it's it's fantastic um, it really is good, thank you appreciate oh, well,
0: thanks, it. Thanks, thank you for your support um, I hope you have a great weekend, whatever you're doing, and uh, oh you've got your competition haven't you I've already mentioned that busy. <laughs> busy prepping, busy prepping, well thank you again for your time sir and we will catch up soon
1: A pleasure, all the best now, be safe
0: you're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. So thank you to John for his time today in that interview. Some uh, really useful information there. And if you're an instructor out there and, and you're a little bit like I used to be with my school, a bit, a bit of an island as I described it, um, we used to keep completely to ourselves. We still do with regards to certain certain things, but... Um, we do try to network a lot more now. It's, it's obviously better for my students as well um, to have a, 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 a wider network of of other places that we can go and train as we can bring in that sort of thing. Um, but some some other important messages within that um, chat as well, and I think it's one of a, it's sort of tolerance and, and understanding that people people are into martial arts for very very different reasons. You know, some people get into it for uh, competitive fighting reasons. Some people get it in for self defense. Some people like the performance element, the forms, some people like the um, more gentler arts, you know, looking for more of a sort of a meditation side of things. So there's a it's a huge, huge variety of ways to get into martial arts and reasons why. And I think it's important that you know regardless of how you view martial arts, you need to make sure that you don't um, think everybody else should feel that same way you know see it the same way as you do and and just keep keep that in mind when you're inevitably judging other people because that that's just it 's just what we do um, I think we all like to think we don 't do it, but I think the reality of it is is as human beings we do we do judge um but you know keep keep that in mind you know when you see somebody when you see somebody practicing art and arts that you maybe um feel is impractical or you know, wouldn't work for you. On some level, in some way, it's working for them and they're happy, so, you know, um, leave them to it, I suppose. Um, So, what have we got coming up in the next couple of weeks? Well... I've got a number... We're in a really funny situation now whereas um, as the podcast is starting to grow um, it's starting to give us more options as to the uh, different people we can contact and different options we've got. And we've got a number of people lined up over the co- next couple of weeks. I'm just trying to finalise the, 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 the finer details of of what we're going to be doing, what we're going to be discussing um, and then hopefully I'll be able to make some announcements of, of some of and um, the really cool guests we've got coming up. Um one thing I will say now is that w- in the coming episodes I want to do a um well I would say it's probably one for me really. It's one that I've I want to do. Um, why not? It's my podcast. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I want to do a, an episode focusing on on Jackie Chan and his work um over the the many decades. Um and I thought it'd be cool if we could Include, uh, different people from within in the industry, so students, instructors, stunt performers, actors, um, a wide sort of cross-section of different people um, giving their uh, memories, their favourite moments, um, talking about different elements from different films, techniques, that sort of thing. A little bit like last week with Mark when we were discussing... Um, our sort of opinions on his kicking work and that sort of thing so yeah I thought it would be a nice one we could do a favourite stunts that sort of thing so if you have any feedback on that at all if you want to get in touch with us uh, via our Facebook group or our website you can get us at Kickback Podcast. podcast if I can say it let's try that again kickbackpodcast.com or uk. either of those will get you to the same website and there is a uh, for- web form section where you can fill it out and it drops me an email or as I say get us on Facebook send me a private message those of you who have got my phone number can give us a text message as well if you want or even an old-fashioned phone call should you like um, just as a note anybody that wants to come on the show you are welcome to to discuss any of these things um, all you need to have is Skype you can have it installed on your phone tablet um pc laptop whatever it it tends to work best i've found from the recordings that we've done so far on either a, a desktop or a laptop with a microphone um or on a, an actual mobile phone where you can just use it as a normal phone they those tend to be the best recording options so um if you're interested in getting involved please do get in touch um also if you have any news views Or reviews, well, that's all rhymes there. Um, If you've got anything you want to mention, talk about, get in touch, we'll get you on the show as well. Um, I'm hoping soon to have the option for you to leave sort of like short voicemail clips as well that we can import in and use. So that would be cool. We're just looking into getting that going. And if there's anything, look, if there's anything you want to see change, anything you want to have added that's not in in the minute, then uh, get in touch. As I say always, please, Lou, if you could... um, head over to iTunes and subscribe and, and leave us a rating and a review and Stitcher as well. Uh, we do have a lot of people that use Stitcher um, but at the moment there aren't any um, reviews or uh, ratings on there and if you could do that, it really does help push it out further so please get on top of that. Um, so, whatever you're doing at the weekend, I hope you have a great time. I'm assuming that most of you will be watching the football at some point or if you're like me, you're a motor racing fan, we've got the uh, Silverstone Grand Prix this weekend as well so two things to look forward to there. Oh, also, if um, you are listening to this and you're going to be at the um, Student Awards this weekend. Um, do catch up with me, say hi, um, have a chat, and uh, yeah, it'd be good to speak to people. And uh, I think we're going to leave it there for this week, as I say, a bit of a shorter one. Um, thankfully, I think we've got on top of our issues at the gym. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, looking forward to next week and I'll catch up with you all then. Bye.
1: Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe. Rate and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today.